Hi, welcome back to She-Hulk, the continuing series that is destroying our souls. Uh, this is Thoughts and Discussions on Episode 3, which I believe is called The People vs. Emil Blonsky. Uh, we start off continuing from a cliffhanger. So, Jen Walters, good old Jen Jen, has been told that she's going to represent Emil Blonsky. She's very happy with this now. She's got Bruce's uh, approval. And she calls her boss to say, I'm going to represent Abomination. I'm going to give him the freedom that he deserves. And suddenly on the TV appears a clip of Abomination fighting Wong in an underground fight club that we saw in Shang-Chi, I guess. What happens from there forward? So... We're going to change the uh, way we do these a little bit. We're going to go through the episode for this one because I believe this episode tells us the whole series is going to be terrible, which is heartbreaking. Well, I think that you should give it um, a little bit more credit than that, personally. I do. And the reason I say that is the bar was so low in the first one. They've improved with the second episode. And the question really is, is is this episode worse than the second episode? Yes, it definitely is. N- I'm <laughs> not too sure. Definitely is. I'm not too sure. Uh, we I'm going to prove it to you. Oh, well, that's going to be interesting because I'm going to probably prove otherwise. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go through the episode bit by bit. So I've actually got the script in front of me, which makes it much uh, easier um, and also helps me demonstrate exactly why I think this is the worst episode so far and why I think the series will probably be terrible as a result of this episode. Um, So, Jen goes to Emil Blonsky and Jen says, you didn't tell me about this fact that you escaped from prison, you were also recorded, why the hell did that happen? And you also said that you're never going to turn into abomination anymore. Tim Roth, bless him, says, I'm still a reformed person. I did leave prison, but it was on someone else's doing. And I came back on my own accord and of my own free will. And Jen's like, who the hell's going to believe you? I need a witness. And Abomination says, Wong is your man. So there's a setup. We're going to find Wong in this episode. How long do you think it takes to find Wong? Not long. I accept that. I accept that. Is Wong a particularly unique name that millions (laughs) of people don't have? I I don't even... I mean, I I, I, I accept I do have um, a few issues with the way they set this particular episode up. I didn't really have a... When when they showed him um, escaping, or they showed him on the TV having escaped, and the precursor to that was her saying to um, her boss, I have a foolproof, 100% brilliant plan that will get him his, um, uh, his freedom. freedom. I thought, you know, and then they showed that. I thought, okay, she's got to deal with some knocks here. She's got to do that, got to do this. I didn't like the fact that it was showing something from Shang-Chi. I saw no reason to actually uh, see that. But then when you start thinking about it, they would have otherwise had to have a proper case 
it's almost like an incidental thing that the uh, Shang-Chi part, he is, if he didn't escape, they would still have the problem of trying to convince everybody that he was a uh, good person. Um, it just makes it harder having that I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, it, it just, it became a, it wasn't really necessary, to be honest, but it's the fact a, that it happened... It's a cliffhanger, isn't it? That, yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of the reasons why I didn't like the second episode, the way it finished. But the idea of finding Wong as quickly as they did is a bit strange. I mean, so how did they find Wong? I must admit, I'm going to have to ask you to <laughs> I'll remind tell you exactly me. how they Go found on. Wong. Let's just remind ourselves who Wong is. He's Sorcerer yeah. Supreme of the Mystic Arts. Correct. So Jen's best friend... Who is her paralegal? Oh god, yeah, this is terrible. This is absolutely terrible how he found. I remember now. She going. basically just Googles him. I know. <laughs> and and this is and the place remember, that supposedly is the secret place, isn't it, Kamataj? It's not meant to be a place that tourists turn up to and say, Can I take a picture with you, please? Can I have a selfie with you, please? I mean It's meant to be in Let's just let's just say this. Firstly, even if he wasn't Sorcerer Supreme of the Mystic Arts, if you just type Wong into Google <laughs> and you're looking for a person you may be more likely to find the actor that plays Wong, who's called Benedict Wong, <laughs> yes. than Sorcerer Supreme of the Mystic Arts, who would likely not have a visible profile and social media account, which you could just reach out to and you could find it him. It's terrible. It's terrible. And you know the worst part of that? In the Doctor Strange uh, film, the first one, Kamatash was not an easy place to get to. He hadn't heard of it before. Yeah, he's only heard of it because of that guy who had repaired his body. Um, and when he got there, it was very much um, a Buddhist-type environment where, yes, the joke was, here's the Wi-Fi password. Yes, they have computers and a Wi-Fi, obviously. But it wasn't expected to be a suburb of... Uh, the equivalent of just you know, being in a small suburb somewhere in the middle of nowhere which has got all the, the satellites out there watching TV being linked to the world through there you're meant to be able to you know you're meant to be looking for a higher form of connection with the universe yeah. isn't it now talk about it's just a higher form of connection so he's obviously you know someone who is of great importance he is a sorcerer supreme well he's the he man should, he should be wise and he's shown to be wise in previous Marvel iterations of his character, right? Yeah. He's yep. shown to be wise in Doctor Strange 2, shown to be wise in Doctor Strange 1, right? He and says, he was right in No Way Home, don't use a spell and all that sort of stuff, he gives, yeah. He gives sound advice. Yes, okay. How do they get Wong? So they talk about what... He, she says... So Ben Jen's best friend says, Wong is either a sorcerer supreme of the mystic arts or he's a librarian in Nepal. That's what she says. So she's so sad. She, she's so she's found him mad. on on the googling. He's done. She's done the googling. She's found him. How does she get him to come all the way to New York? You're going to tell us. Now. I'm going to tell you because is we talked about the Captain America thing because they yeah, be bad. Yeah, this terrible. is even worse. She says I sent a, a thirst trap, which is oh, a picture God, yeah, of me with terrible. a bunch of books. So she allured the Sorcerer Supreme of the Mystic Arts is so bad. to New York by sending a picture of herself with some books. Catfishing. And he thought this was sexy, so he came all the way to New York. And this is the to man. To a law firm. And this is a man who has a. 
a spiritual connection with the universe is meant to be the leader of all the uh, other magicians and like you said a wise person who is able to see through all this crap i don't get it, it, it yeah you i mean i i remember when that happened it was like luminal how low do you have to go it's ridiculous isn't it it is now, totally stupid so now there's a little bit of a break where we see the media sort of fall out of She-Hulk and like the social media response. So they've done a little bit where they talk about how men are going to be responding to She-Hulk. Why have they turned Hulk into a man? Or why have they turned Hulk into a woman? It's like, why are you turning every superhero into a girl? And this is supposed to be how men are responding on social media to this yes. to this new hero. Um, and I guess it shows some level of self-awareness, you know. But the reason we're angry is not because... A woman is a superhero. This is why they've missed the point with this. There's this whole thing of, oh, look, men are responding and saying, why are you taking away male, you know, main characters? Why are you giving powers to women and making them the front runners in the shows and making everything about women? That's not what people are angry about. I I haven't seen a single person say that they're angry because She-Hulk is a woman. No, I haven't. I have not come. <laughs> I would have any... kind of expected. In she fact, to be, to be honest, a woman. she kind of implies woman. Yeah, she implies female. Everyone accepts it. The reason people are angry is because she never had to earn it. I think she never had to earn being good at what she does. I think what's happened. In... At least we never saw that, and they yeah. could have. They could have done us the service of showing her go through an arc where she got the sign off by Bruce, where she actually earned the right to say she is responsible with her powers but and that also, she has control over th- her powers. That is correct. However, I think there's also this other aspect in that we saw, we've seen some incredibly lazy writing. Uh, and a good example that you highlighted in the last episode was how they, um, in the first episode, actually, how they really be so lazy couldn't be bothered to use the original origin story which was a blooming good origin story yeah we did talk about that i think yeah. that, i still think that that is a fantastic or it's a great you can understand why the character was popular in comics yeah because it's not like there's lots of uh, char- popular characters there's a lot of the time they people are saying oh this character is so popular but actually Hardly anybody buys those comics. It's not yeah. like, the, and it's not. It's really heroes. not hard to think of a good couple of episodes to start this. Like I will pitch it to you right now off the top of my head. Right. So let's say we go with the original origin story. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to do. So in my version, we're not going to do a light-hearted comedic take on She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. It will have humor in it, but I'm not going to make it a light comedy show I think the, the humour would be better just for the sake of laughs I actually generally think it was humour would be better if they played it straight and yeah, they played so, it properly so imagine this so let's say the first episode you open you see Jen Walters she is in the courtroom okay and it's it's a really high strong environment she's in the she's an established lawyer rather than a bumbling nervous woman she is in the middle of a court case she's presenting her speech to the jury rather than practicing it in her room Agreed. and she's in the middle of a really high profile mob case right so there's been a hit on someone the mob's killed someone she's trying to get someone who's really big behind bars okay that is reminiscent of dark knight yeah, at dark the beginning knight. where exactly um, it's the, a harvey dent you harvey know he's dent, doing yeah. all this sort of stuff um, and and, he, and and there was that joke by American, you no, know, with the gun, yeah. go off and all that kind of so, stuff. So, 
let's say so let's say that's the setup of this so we start with Jen Walters an established competent lawyer giving her case to the jury she's in a high profile mob case she's trying to get a big mobster behind bars um but someone small takes the fall for it okay yeah and uh, and throughout the episode a new piece of evidence comes to light and that person who thought he got away now may legally still go behind bars that mm. big mobster okay yeah yeah so she's got a key witness who's going to give this evidence she's trying to keep him protected so she keep you know she does what she can she doesn't want the mobster to kill him all this sort of stuff bruce calls her sometime through the episode and says i'm on my way to wherever you are i'll see you soon hope the case is going well i know you can't talk about it too much yeah but just look after yourself yeah so you know bruce cares about her bruce is going to come see her at some point and he's just normal Bruce at this point with the modulator on. Right? Agreed, Same yeah. as how we saw yeah. the first thing. Yeah. No so, talking about Captain America. That's it, yeah. <laughs> sexual now you're coming to the you're coming to the climax of the episode. She's you know, we've seen we've established her team around her, who the lawyers are, her best friend is her yeah. paralegal. They're not jokey jokey, but they care about each other. You're getting towards the end of the episode and you're getting to the point where, you know, this key witness is gonna give his statement, right? So the key witness is going to the stand. Um, let's say he's on his way to the courthouse. Yep. On his way to the courthouse, Jen picks him up in the car from a secure location where he's been, you know, kept to keep yep. him safe. And they're driving together in the courthouse and suddenly you have a mob hit. Yep. Right? Yep. I can understand. I mean, the, the what you're saying... The key witness dies. Yeah. Okay. The key witness dies and Jen has been shot. And she's left for dead. Right? And... And that happens right in front of the courthouse. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. Right. And Bruce has just arrived and he's seen this happen. Yeah. Right. First doctor on the scene. And he turns into the Hulk and he and he apprehends. All right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, turns into good. Professor yeah. Hulk and he apprehends the person who's done the mob hit. Yeah. Right. So the case is still ongoing. Yeah. Right. But Jen's been shot and the key witness is dead. Yeah. That's the end of that episode. The next episode, she wakes up in the hospital, right? Actually, let's not even have a wake up. You just see her kind of semi-conscious in the hospital. She's being wheeled in yeah, a car. Yeah, standard yeah. Standard thing. All the standard you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doctor says she's bleeding out and we can't save her. We need a... Uh, yeah? We need a... Uh, Bruce says... Transfusion. What can we do? He's, he says she's bleeding out too much. There's nothing we can do. We can't save her. Right? And Bruce says, I've got... This, I've got similar genes to her. She's my family member. Let's give her some of my blood and see if it saves her. Right? Okay. You know, that's something they that they can that. work on. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. You can work around that. We're, you know, there's some there's something there. Bruce gives a blood transfusion and she hulks out. She's that's cured fine. and she hulks out. Yeah? But that whole story that you're saying right now would never in a million years suddenly end up with... Wong appearing as a witness. But no, but that's what I'm saying. What <laughs> I'm saying happened. is writing a compelling TV show with She-Hulk in it is not hard. Yeah, I don't think like, it that is. That in yeah. itself yeah, is more interesting. And, and actually, it might be that later in that episode, she has, in later in that series, she has to defend the guy who shot at her. Yeah, it could be a whole range of things, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is not hard to write a show where you have a compelling character. And there's plenty of examples of this and, the, and many of those examples have produced Really good, yeah. TV and film, and and 
And the other thing is, that's, that really does set up the courtroom well for her to be a good lawyer. Because she's especially already established if, as a good lawyer in yeah, that setting. Especially if you're stressing the She-Hulk attorney. Exactly. But anyway, let's go back to this whole Mr. So anyway... Let's, do, let's go back to this I Wong know, I know. We have, we're going round in... So uh... Wong turns up, right? So actually, no, Wong hasn't turned up yet. So so Wong's been sent this sexy picture of of, of her paralegal <sighs> with terrible. books. And, and they're sure that he's going to come <laughs> anyway. So in the interim, Jen gets called to her boss's office. Um, because Dennis, who she used to work with, has uh, been dating an elf oh, God, yeah. that transforms into so Megan bad. the Stallion. This is just so bad. Now, I will tell you this. We have talked about a lot of stupid stuff already, and we're less than three yeah. minutes into the episode. I know. And this part of this episode is the reason I think She-Hulk is going to fall to pieces. This line that they've done is the reason I think She-Hulk would not be a credible TV series that people want to watch more than once. And I will tell you about it as we go through it. But basically the premise is Dennis, who used to work at the DA's office with Jen, has been tricked by an elf who turns herself into Megan the Stallion and he gave $175,000... And he genuinely believed he was dating Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. And and he had the wherewithal to come to the company which had a superhuman law division. And he said, I need your help. And Jen basically says, Dennis Dennis has been a dick to me for two two episodes. I'm not going to help him. So Pug, who's one of the other guys who's an attorney, helps him. Um, Can I say this one thing? Yeah, go ahead. I have a theory around this thing because obviously uh, this is just bizarre. I mean, how these things are being added. Remember in the last episode, I said that uh, Mark Ruffalo, who is a great actor, hmm. basically saw the scripts and said, "I need to be there at the beginning and the end, and the ensure and the way to ensure I be there at the beginning and the end is to price my way out because they've only got so much budget." I reckon Megan the Stallion has actually said, I'll pay you to pay Mark <laughs> Ruffalo so that I can have my moment. And it had so much of that feel about it when I saw it anyway, because it was pathetic. You know, this so- all it is, is they think she's famous enough that if they put her in the episode, more people will watch her. That's all it is. I don't, think, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think people will actually. It's just a cameo thing. As they're trying to do a cameo in every episode, and she does fourth wall in this episode and say, "We're not going to be doing a cameo in every episode." But it really felt like they just did it for the sake of a yeah, cameo. But there are, yeah, but the reason for that particular line is almost to say they're apologising for the fact they had to take money from her to appear in the episode because they I don't think she paid they had them. To pay. I think this, I think this just, is just a company. I'm just a theory. I'm just, it's just a theory. I but, think this is a company that's just saying, let's just get some famous people in our episode. I don't even consider so her to be famous. She is famous. She I is. don't consider her to be particularly She is famous. famous. She's famous. I, Wait, famous in a clique of certain groups, but that's about it. No, but, no, no. She, Megan the Stallion is famous, famous. No. I'll tell you how many Instagram followers she's got. Doesn't mean anything. It's all false. What are you talking about? Listen, it's a bit like YouTube, you know, where you can trick the system into um, saying you've got millions of followers. But um, I don't buy into it, you know, just because 
It was I just, can't even find her on Instagram. It, it let, let's just leave it at that. You can't find her on Instagram. But she's famous. She's, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Let, let, she, she is let, famous. She's probably famous. She's, she's probably one of these celebrities who had is a one-hit wonder or something. No, no, no. She's got a number of singles. Right, okay. The problem is you don't wonders. listen to that music. I, don't, I have no interest in her You don't care about music. music. I do be honest, neither in do fact, I. To be quite but honest, I do know that we're going to be going back to this particular point about, about her towards the end because of what happened. It's just yeah. terrible. But anyway... But um, to be honest, that's silly, by, that's it's by the by. It's a silly line. It's, it's a silly diversion. And it's almost like they didn't have anything to write about in this episode. I mean, if you actually think about it, this particular strand was not required at all in this episode. Absolutely wasn't required. All right. So why is it there? It can only be there for one of two reasons. Self-destruction. No, it's there because, <laughs> why it's, there. It's there because they don't have any any suitable lines or is there actually there's three reasons one is they have no ideas so they basically it's a filler or it's been put in because the original stuff was so poor so they cut it's, stuff out and it's had to, had to use it's filler. in it's in because they just want it to be a light-hearted comedy yeah, and they but, think they they are sacrificing story for jokes but that's not even a light-hearted it wasn't funny they think it, it is. It honestly wasn't funny. It was just... It was pathetic. They think it is. And they like that Dennis, who is portrayed as an idiot, and portrayed as someone who's mean to women and doesn't care about them, can just be bashed every episode. Yeah, yeah. That, There's that a three was episodes def- of bashing Dennis's character. Yeah. And he's definitely. a character that we don't even care about. I don't understand. He's, he's not even he an need... important character. So well, that's the thing. Why, so why is he being He's bashed? a character that no one cares about, but because he's a man who's misogynistic... They have to make a point to bash him at every single episode. I mean, and that's not women empowerment. It's just them wasting time bashing a character rather than telling us a story. It's almost so, as though these scriptwriters have suddenly got the opportunity to fulfil their desire to humiliate somebody, a man, basically. And that's all. That, and, they, and it's like they're not going to miss the chance because men. Men being men. No, but I mean, this. this you, I don't want to sound like somebody who's a member of the incel or some stupid thing. This is a general thing. There is a element of the writers generally believe they are superior. And I, I don't know because I think they know they're terrible. I think they know they're terrible. I reckon the writers know they're terrible. I reckon. I reckon they're just trying to put the story, the uh, message before the story. I think they. I think they know they're not putting out a good show because. No one dreams of writing She-Hulk, especially the way that we're seeing it. Not the way we're seeing it. Yeah. If they did, they've no got one some who's very gen- weird dreams. No one who's genuinely a writer grew up or even thought about being a writer when they were learning how to be a writer and thought, I want to produce a script like She-Hulk. I heard, I heard, um, I'd, I'd say I heard, I think I actually read uh, somewhere where, and I don't know if it's true, but it might be something worth looking into before the next episode, that none of these writers have actually written any serious stuff involving special effects type environments I'll, where you got to I'll take be into honest, account. I'll just take your word for it because it seems like it. Yeah. But let's do this. So okay. So okay. So so then Wong turns up. Okay. So we get we introduce the stand up in, about he Dennis. turns up in the office, isn't he? It? Turns he turns up in the office. Oh, yeah. Gosh, and so he turns up in the office, and then this is the guy who is supposed to be the sorcerer supreme. He's being catfished, and he's so stupid. 
he thinks it's okay to meet the person in an office of lawyers. Yeah, he wants to meet a librarian. I mean, how stupid is that? You he, would have thought they would have set it in a library or in a coffee shop or just like a date, but no. Straight he into turns an up to a law firm five seconds after he sent the sexy picture with book. It's stupid. So, so Wong turns up um, and basically he says, yes, Blonsky's correct. Uh, I did take him to this underground fight club and he did come back on his own accord and he should be um, freed. He basically agrees yeah, with Blonsky, yeah. which is interesting. I thought that was fine. Um, Jen basically says, that's cool that you told me, but you need to tell that to the parole board because they're the ones who actually make the decision. Correct. Um, Wong has no concept of the law. Which is crazy. Because he thinks she wants him to cast spells. Yeah, which is just crazy. I mean... In fact, he thinks that maybe we could send him to the mirror dimension. Um, oh, the shadow fun. dimension? Yeah. I, I, the thing is, 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 Wong is still a human... I think it's a problem. He's a man, and I think they're treating. I don't him think like it's a... because a man. I think why are you such bad I, lines? I think all men are stupid. You think all men are stupid? <laughs> I think, think they think. I think stupid. the message is all men are stupid. Do we think that Wong is not familiar with the concept of the law? Of course he is. Of course he is, because he's trying to maintain structure. He's trying to maintain. You know, if you actually think about it, whether it's the multiverse, which they've just had as a film, or whether it's, um, you know, the first film, it's all about keeping things in order within the laws and not breaking those laws. He understands all of that stuff. He understands all of that. Yeah. If you look at, even in the first film, when he's looking after all those books... He understands some books are more um, potentially dangerous than other books. Yeah, he understands those books can break, can encourage people to change and break laws. And he, the whole emphasis of him is he's better be a stable guy. I mean, it just seems like they think he is just a monk who knows nothing beyond what it means to be a monk who's a sorcerer. No, but he's in. It's crazy. Oh, it's so now it's so bad. I mean, how long has have laws existed? So Wong, so Wong doesn't know anything about the law. He thinks that he's been summoned to cast a spell. Well, Jen says no. I just need you to tell the parole board that he, they should get, they should release Blonsky. He says okay, fine. Just let me know when I need to be there. Um, and then we cut back to Dennis, and Dennis is with Pug now. So Pug is the guy who's representing him. Yeah. And he basically, they just say, how much have you given fake Megan the Stallion? And Dennis says, I've given 175 grand. He admits to it eventually. Before he says yeah, they're it, yeah. working up, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he says, I didn't give 200 grand, I gave 175,000. And then he leaves the room. And then Dennis comes back and he says, I've had a change of heart. I don't want to sue. And instantly, you know that this is the fake the Megan the Stallion, yeah. who's now fake Dennis. And... Yeah, this is then proven the because shape-shaping, the shift shaping elf, basically, yeah, and the the shape shifting elf, yeah, 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 whatever. And yeah. Uh, so then this is then proven, um, and Pug gets a call from real Dennis, who says something about something, and then uh, Pug realizes that fake Dennis is in the room with him, uh, and uh, 
basically calls out fake Dennis. And then we see a scene where fake Pug walks out of the office. And what does he say to his uh, to his co-workers? Oh, I remember. I hated this line. I remember. You're going to remind me. Go on. So fake Pug walks out and to his co- co-workers says, I love harassing women in the workplace. It's my kick, baby. Yeah, I know. It's so pathetic. It's so pathetic. It is just a line written by a man-hating woman. (laughs) It's really bad. I mean, it's not even funny. No, it's not funny. For someone to walk out and say, I love harassing women in the office. Is that something that's funny? I don't even understand how that can be considered okay for a kids program. Remember, this is aimed at kids. Yeah. Not aimed at adults. It's like young women. Is it, like young y- women not... are primary target for this no, show. No, no, no. I think it's even young. I think it's teenagers and people yeah, who teenagers, are yeah. 14, 15, not even adults. Yeah. This is and this is how they're portraying men for that that group. Yeah. Um and that to be honest, that kind of concerned me that they felt it was funny and appropriate to have a character who has not been portrayed in a bad light before this who has not done anything mean to women and just have a shapeshifter elf come out and, just, and as a funny throwaway line say, I love harassing women in the office. I know, it's he terrible. Couldn't, he couldn't just have done something completely different, like a, something mm. funny. There's so many different There's funny so things many that different you can ways do. Of handling that. I mean, I don't even just sit here giving alternatives because the idea that someone would say to me, you can't think of anything that's equally funny as harassing women in the office. I know. I'm sure they could have thought it of something. It is really poor. It is poor. So then Real Pug comes out of the office and says, security, security. And the weird thing about this is that he then has to justify himself to his co-workers and say, you guys know me. I, he says, I don't. He says, I don't harass women in the office. You guys know me. Firstly, his co-workers are completely unfazed by this. There's no reaction for them at all. When fake Pug walks out and says that, and then he, the real one walks out and says that, why does he need, he doesn't need to, to say justify anything. himself yeah. and say, I don't harass women? Surely he it's can just, just say, security, catch that elf. Yeah, exactly. And then everyone just runs. You can even do and a you, chase sequence of the know, elf running away. And you know the person, and you know in that one sequence of, Asking security to chase that elf or find that elf who has um, appeared as him. Everybody knows to ignore whatever that person said. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gosh, like, it's just poor writing. It's just, it really is. It's just ridiculous. And so then, then we jump to Jen. So Jen's going to see Blonsky again. And this time it's the pro board hearing. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, she's walking in and, you know, all the media are about and um, the media say someone shouts oh is it true you were rejected by the avengers and uh, then it becomes like a rumor so that that was actually quite cool like one person shouts it she doesn't even respond and then the other media outlets start support start, start reporting yeah, but that... yeah have you heard that she hulk got rejected from the avengers so that was like one thing that i actually thought was quite interesting um, but anyway, that's, 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 that's a bit for the like, one second of the show. I read on Twitter this okay. happened, so it must have happened. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but things like... do spread like wildfire like that. So yeah, I, but... I, I did like that. 
But you know, um, the whole idea of the American press being different to many other press um, organizations is they have to actually, um, there's a much stronger, the laws in America are such that you have to have a, you have to be very careful about those. I mean, she could have sued them for you, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you need to have, there's far more discipline in um, reporting in the United States than in many other countries. And the reason I say that is because there have been so many times when um, stories that are in the UK cannot be published in the States. Hmm. That's true. I mean, it, she could have sued the, them for saying that, but I still did like the idea that like rumors spread like wildfire. She should have put. She could have easily put that to bed by saying, "You do realize I'm a lawyer." Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> could have been, I, I am a lawyer. lawyer, by the way. Yeah, I'm eternally at law. Uh, I'm She-Hulk at law. So, uh, so she walks into the room. She's seeing Blonsky, and we finally see the seven soulmates. Yeah. So they're all. Sat- I thought that was quite funny. Um, you know, okay, fine. This is his own thing, but I thought that I thought was, it was funny, quite yeah, cool yeah. to see them. You know, he's got a little audience hoping that he gets and out. And Tim Roth was excellent. I mean, he's 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 not even acting. He's just he's just doing himself. He's just, he? Well, I don't know about doing himself. He's just chilling out. It's it's the easiest role he's probably ever had to deliver. Yeah, but it was nice to see that someone was on his side. Yeah. that's what I liked about the Seven Soulmates. Yeah. And the, um, yeah, that 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 whole with it. I'm not saying that women are ditzy, but it was quite interesting. Yeah, that that seemed to work. Yeah. And um, so then the next thing is she goes, where is Wong? Because Wong hasn't turned up yet. And she makes a joke that I don't understand how a guy with zero commute time is late. That was a decent joke. I mean, he he does literally teleport from place to place um, or at least do the magic ring circle and just step through. The only thing is, why didn't you just send him a sexy pic of you with books? Because he would have turned up instantly. (laughs) You've already established that that he does that. So, uh, you know, gosh. so then the pro-, pro board comes up. They say, we're here to determine, you know, is Emil Blonsky suitable for a return to the society? Um, and then they bring up this video. There's been recent evidence of a prison escape. So we, I think we all know how this is going to go. So they've already established that the pro board have decided in their minds that Blonsky is going to stay in prison. Um, Jen is the only person vouching for him. So she says, I'm going to address the alleged prison escape. We do have a witness, so we know it's Wong. We're waiting for him. Um, but Wong's not there, so he says, I want, she says, I want Blonsky to give a statement. Um, and uh, yeah, so then he he talks about how he feels great remorse and great shame. Obviously, um, when Blonsky starts talking for, for himself, yeah. she's trying to stop him from doing and he, that. He says, I've been rehabilitated. Yeah. Um, and then I, I thought, he basically just talked about how he's been, you know, he's he's had redemption and she says he's got some plans that he wants to own a plot of land and go into like a meditation resort yeah, with his seven his, souls. Uh, yeah. to, to his soulmates have soul delivered mates, yeah. They're going to pay for his plot of land and, yeah. and pledge to I think they've already purchased it for him and all the rest of it says they're assuming it's going to be a That's no-brainer. It, yeah. And uh, the best joke of the whole episode, um, they're my better eighths. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was. I thought that was really good. That was actually a really that's good. That's probably the line. only joke they've said in the whole series. That actually, I thought, yeah, it's quite. Funny. That was that was good. I like that. I mean, they've 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 had a couple of ones here and there, but um, you know, anyway. So so then a couple of people like the prison Do guard. You want to know something? I reckon Tim Roth might have ad libbed that. Nah, he no way, no way. It would not surprise me. Have you seen some of his films? I don't know. I, he, you know, I'll, I'm going to give the writers credit. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid we do that. But I'm going to give the writers credit. 
and say that they wrote that line. Um, so where are we going to go from here? So yeah, so he gives his bit. Jen talks a little bit, says he's got plans, and then a bunch of people start talking about how he's a good guy. Um, you know, prison guard says he helped me with my marriage. Some other lady says he's people aren't making toilet wine anymore; they're making toilet kombucha, all this sort of stuff. Um, and they they're basically stalling for time. So finally, Wong shows up. Um, Wong says I lost track of time. Blah blah blah. He basically says everything's fine. This guy should be given. You know, this guy should be allowed to go back into society. Um, switch over to Dennis. Dennis is in the courtroom. Yeah, that's right. Dennis is in the courtroom and Pug is trying to defend him. And this is a weird one because it's hard for me to talk about this because this is the the thread in the episode which I think destroys or, or is foreboding that She-Hulk is going to be terrible. Don't know. And the reason is because when you watch this thread, there is no concept of how a case is actually fought in a courtroom. Okay. So they have a jury. Yep. They have a judge. Yep. And they have two desks where mm. two attorneys are fighting for their clients. Yep. They're both just speaking to the judge. Correct. You don't speak to the judge in a courtroom. You speak to the jury. Yeah, I don't know why they're looking at the... But Well, you can talk to a judge as well, but you normally address the jury, isn't it? Yeah. So, basically, Pug's argument... This is the arguments. This is the final arguments we're talking about. Yeah, so... so No, this isn't the final. So, this is just halfway through the case. So, Pug's argument is that Dennis definitely didn't know that he was, wasn't was dating Megan the Stallion. He thought he was definitely dating Megan the Stallion. Yeah. Right? The, the shape-shifting elf's argument is he knew who I was the whole time and he yeah. gave me the money. Yeah. So... Because he's stupid. Because he's stupid. He's so stupid that he there's no way he would have sussed out that it wasn't Megan the Stallion. Okay? Yeah. And this is the problem. So this is the thing. So, so no, hold on, no, 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 no. The argument was that um, he knew what he was doing because he's a lawyer. He's you know he's, but the defense was he's so stupid he would fall for that. Wasn't the, the, that wasn't no, that the whole so, thing? No, no. So the, so the defense. So Dennis's defense is I'm so dumb. Yeah. That I thought I was definitely dating exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're saying yeah. he's not so dumb. Yeah, and they're saying yeah, they're saying yeah. he's not dumb. And the judge says, um basically, basically Pug says I want to dismiss the case. The judge says, No, um we're not gonna dismiss the case. It's on Pug and Dennis to prove that Dennis is so stupid that he would have genuinely believed that that elf was Megan the Stallion. This is so stupid. This whole The whole thing is, is so stupid. stupid. Because I, if I if I just I remember when that was going on, I was thinking, God, this is really naive and stupid. And it's in any court case like that, you know, if somebody committed fraud, you would demonstrate, which is what this elf was doing, you would actually say they're conniving. They're actually, uh, their whole approach is so um, criminal that a normal, innocent person 
would be caught up in this web of intrigue. Yeah, this is crazy. But because she's a, a female elf, they can't say that. I, I mean, I don't know. I, the, the idea that he's so stupid that he didn't realise he was dating Meg Tsang. Anyway, stupid. so... Um, so then uh, Runa, who's the elf, finally figured out her name. So Runa, the elf, um, then impersonates the judge in front of the judge, basically. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing that happened. Now we're back to the main part of the story. So now we have Blonsky um, and Jen. And... Uh, I think Wong is still there, and he said, I offered Blonsky asylum and all this sort of stuff. Um, he says, yeah, I took Blonsky out of his cell without, you know, against his will. And even when I offered him freedom, he came back on his own. They blah, don't blah, explain, blah. I, am I right in assuming they don't even try to explain why he was needed in this fight? Um, that is a good point, I actually. don't remember them. And that, again, lazy bloody writing. They're just trying to get a character in from another Marvel film to help bolster the ratings. That's the that is the way I look at it. They they yeah. di- they're just trying to find a tenuous thing. I mean, if you what why Abomination? Why not some other character? I mean, it I, could have been a million. They, a million they only did characters. it because it's a Hulk connection, isn't it? So th- that's why they did Abomination. No way did they. I I cannot I cannot believe that when they wrote the script for the second Doctor Strange film, that Sam Raimi said, we need to leave a hook in here for She-Hulk. That I you mean, ca- except for Shang-Chi, you mean? Yeah, so for Shang-Chi, sorry. Yeah. There, no way did they put that hook in for um, Probably not. She-Hulk. Probably I not. mean, I know that Mark Ruffalo was there at the end, wasn't he? He was there at the end. Uh, was he, wasn't he there at the end the or was it Wong? Scene. Might have been Wong. I know that um, ca- uh, Captain Marvel was there. It was in the end of credit scene, wasn't it? But I, I just... If they if they wrote that script with the idea of having a hook to go into She Hulk, then I, that what, I don't think they did. I thought it was. They just did that. They shouldn't that was be thinking cool. like that. But even if they didn't do that, so even if even if they did do that, to be honest, um, the episode is just bizarre. Um, so Wong says this bit. The parole board says. Oh, but when he turns into Abomination, isn't he still a crazy killing monster? And then he goes, let me just prove that I'm not. And he just turns into Abomination. Yeah. And he's fine. And everyone is just screaming their head off because he looks like Abomination. Yeah. And he's like putting these crocs on and just showing that he's peaceful or whatever. Yeah. And Jen recognised that this isn't going well. So she makes him turn back into a human. Um, and the outcome... And of course he's now naked because his clothes don't expand. You know, he, he, yeah, you know, it's just yeah. So, yeah, so the basically, then, so then all that, all that has happened, and then the the parole board says, okay, we're going to take a break for today, and we'll let you know what our result is tomorrow. So, that's basically the end of that. Um, Wong goes back to his whole thing, all this sort of stuff. Um, they say to Wong, you just realize you just admitted that you have facilitated a prisoner escape which is a crime yeah and Wong just leaves I know I he know. goes time for me to go so much for respecting the law and so much for um now here's the thing doesn't Wong now become wanted yeah he is a wanted man FBI number one I mean think he's, about he's it defi- he, he, he definitely, definitely must become FBI number one's most wanted because he enabled the release of 
abomination. <laughs> if you actually think about it, he must be the number one priority. He's not. He doesn't have to be FBI number one, but the point is, he should be wanted. At the very yeah, minimum, yeah. he should be wanted by there some... Is a, there is a bounty on your head, Mr. By some Mr. law enforcement agency, he yeah. should be wanted. Because he is a supernatural being who is breaking supernatural beings out of prison. And he didn't say why he did this. Yeah, no, no, no explanation given. We don't know what nefarious purpose he may have done this for. Yeah, it may have been a distraction to rob a bank. And and he (laughs) said, I broke him out against his will. And I also offered him freedom. I didn't want to bring him back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's actually terrible. So... I mean, that's, it, that is a whole thing in itself. They've now created a scenario where Wong should be a wanted human or a wanted being. Um, and it just, the whole world is changing. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sure we're going to see Wong again. And when we see him again, I bet that that doesn't come up. Yeah, agreed. Um, so let's see so okay fine so that's happened Wong basically says bye you're not catching me today um run run as fast as you can I have gone through a portal um now we go to the bar I believe is next is it the bar I think it's the bar yes it is the bar so this is where we get a fourth wall break and Jen says we're now connecting stories A and B. So with those two streams yeah, that are happening yeah, in the episode, trans, they yeah. all come together now because Pug meets the women in a bar. Okay. And he discusses yeah. the case about Dennis. And basically, Pug is saying, I don't know how I am going to convince the jury that Dennis is this much of an idiot. Yeah. And this is, this is when... Um... Jen Waters steps in. Yeah, so here's the thing. How could you not have just known that you could have brought your your colleague in? Knowing that she refused to work with him because she thinks he's... Firstly, firstly she refused to work with him and you already saw that she thought he was an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you struggling to find someone who could prove he's an idiot when you know your colleague thinks he's an idiot and has worked with him before? There should be loads of women who can come next to him and say, look, this guy's a complete idiot. He's a complete fool. But they don't do any of that, do they? Hmm. So, so Jen basically, so Pug says Jen's going to win the case for us, right? Yeah. Cut to the law, to cut to the courtroom. Jen basically just says, yes, he's an idiot. Yes, I worked with him for two years at the DA's office or several years at the DA's office. And... As a result of this, he basically wins the case. So if let me just reiterate that this is a case of where the lawyer who is defending Dennis calls upon one of his colleagues who is supposed to defend Dennis hmm. to provide a statement that gets Dennis off the hook. So he Where brings... in reality <laughs> yeah. does a person from your own team make your that own state, law firm? Your own law firm just make a statement that then gets you off the hook. I mean, I believe that I... someone in my firm is correct with regards to their case, and as a result, what? I believe that this gentleman should get whatever he wants. <laughs> Can you imagine if all all the laws worked like that, all the cases were like that? You just need to go in there and tell the guy who's defending you. 
get your get your mate who works at the yeah. across from you. She and was just about to be his lawyer. Career. She could have easily been his lawyer, and now she's sitting on the stand defending him because she worked with him in the past, and nobody else is available. And well, forget that. She's not even cross-examined. Yeah, that's bad as well. This is what this is that the is main bad. reason that, is bad. that I think that they have no idea of how how a case is fought in court. And and all this stuff, you know, all the like the shows like Law and Order and all that. Yeah, sort of yeah, stuff, yeah. Where they go they could have just watched an episode, couldn't they? Then they, they prob- watched an episode. They've probably say, seen all of that stuff this but is... decided it's rubbish. Yeah, I mean, they're superior. The so idea they know that that, that Jen gets to go on the stand, say Dennis is a chauvinistic, egotistical male who believes he's the center of the universe, and he's also so stupid that he would genuinely believe he was dating a famous person and not question the fact that how the hell did they come into his life and he would give them all this money um so a person she, who has earned all that money is incapable and it's so, this, so i'm gonna bring this up so so the fact that she gets to go on the stand and say this and it is unquestioned yeah and as a result he dennis wins a case it's so stupid here's a here's a little cross-examination that could have happened in this case go on then so the prosecutor, yeah. so the pro- defender, the, no, the defender, the de- Dennis's defendant. So the prosecution is, is isn't he, Runa. Isn't he, isn't he's suing her to get the money back. She's not. Oh, good point. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So defense, yeah. so Runa's, so Runa's lawyer, yes, yeah, Runa's yeah. lawyer. She could have come up, but she said, "So Dennis is really stupid, is he?" And Jen says, "Yeah, he's really stupid." So how the hell did he become so, a DA? So is it competitive to work at the DA's office? Yeah, yeah. And Jen will have to say yes. Yeah, yeah, you don't just get a DA's office job. Yes, right, exactly. Okay. And says, and Dennis has worked there with you. And she says, yes. And he worked there and managed to hold a job there for years because you worked with him for years. Yeah. Yeah? Yes, he has. Okay. Is it difficult to become an attorney? Absolutely. You have to go and get a degree, don't you? What yeah. percentage of the population is smart enough to get a degree? Is he the only person in the whole world that is that stupid? Are all the other DAs and attorneys yeah. just as stupid? So... So he managed to get a degree. He managed to get into the DA's office as an attorney. He held down a job for a number of years and continues to have that job. Yeah. And he's rich enough that he managed to give this person $175,000 and had the wherewithal to go to the superhuman law division of a, yeah. of a company to defend himself. Yeah. Is that, are, are those the hallmarks of a stupid man? Of course not. Because... It, so... Yeah. Of course not. You know, technically, he could have gone to any legal firm because his, his case is... He could have thought he'd fight is... himself. Is that yeah, easy? he could have done it himself. Why, why, He's an why attorney, he after all. Yeah, yeah. It's just stupid writing. I mean, it's just lazy, lazy writing. It's really unfortunate in that regard. So... They just looked at... See, the, what, you know what really upsets me? They have time to to go through a sensibly length episode. All these episodes are so short, it's almost like they're short. Maybe the writers themselves have got bored with the scripts that they're writing. Just kind of like, let's get this to an end. I can't actually be bothered to write the additional scene or whatever. But it just seems bizarre how they try... There's just so much... There's just so much determination to A determination to just get it over and done with. Who cares about the detail? Yeah. There's just so much that's overlooked about how, Any a, court, how a courtroom works. And also, sometimes you have to watch something. You have to say, the writers have an opportunity, the director has an opportunity to use a scene to tell the viewer something. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's not just about telling a story. Sometimes you're telling the viewer something. What are you using this scene for? Are you using it to tell me that Jen is just right about everything and everyone just believes what she says? Are you using it to just tell me that there's a man that, who's in the series who's an idiot? We already know that. You've told us that for two episodes in a row. You told us that at the beginning of this episode. So we didn't learn anything. There was no character development. They just development. want to bash the guy. They just want to bash the guy. They just want to fill time. Yeah. They just They're want right. to fill time. Yeah, I go back to my other point. They just want to... They, 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 the writers themselves have got bored with the script. So they just want to bring it's it to three an episodes end. in and they're already bored. I know, I know. It's really sad. So, oh my gosh. So then, the next thing to bring up here, before we even move back to Blonsky, is that the real Megan the Stallion is sitting oh no. in the courtroom. <laughs> it's so stupid. How about I reckon you? she's been paid. Honestly, I think she's paid to be there to get some presents because... It is stupid. Because how did she end up there? I mean, it's just, just ridiculous. Narcissism because she's in, get, get, he wants to see what she looks like when the elf turns into her. No, I don't think so. I mean, it's it's all just... She's uh, not there at the invite of Dennis because guess what? He doesn't deserve her and he doesn't know her and he has no idea about it's, her. It's all just guest guest star, you know? That's not, what it is. I don't so even call it guest star. They, it's just, just celebrity trying to get their name into it. It's his. just guest star. It's just guest star. It's photobombing. <laughs> yeah. Um... Anyway, so back to She-Hulk. <laughs> She-Hulk's line of She-Hulk. Um, we go back. So Blonsky, now we're at the parole hearing, the outcome. Yeah, that's right. And they basically say, uh, he's free. We're happy. He's been re- rehabilitated. Um, he's released on parole, effective immediately. And he has to wear an inhibitor forever. So you can't turn into abomination. Yeah. Okay. And everyone's very happy. And he can take off at any time. Yeah. <laughs> and his everyone's very happy. Soulmates are very happy. The seven soulmates. Jen's happy. Blonsky's happy. The thing that I want to just bring up here is why does abomination want to be in America? Land of the free. I've got no idea. Because surely someone who has the power to leave prison at will well he can't just leave it at will can he, he well he broke out on his own accord, yeah no no basically. he didn't no he didn't he it was, oh, it was wong, wong. wong opening up a portal so he so, broke but he basically did break out didn't he yeah but he couldn't have broken out otherwise yeah i guess so but i think the, I, the point i wanted to make is on. is that it didn't make sense for him to even go back into prison in the first place after he was offered freedom the reason that and if, yeah. and if he has for whatever reason he said yeah I want to rehabilitate myself I want to serve my sentence because I genuinely believe that you know this is a thing why is he asking for parole no but he's if he, he wanted to serve out his sentence why is he asking for parole he didn't want to serve out his sentence because then why did he want to go back to prison no to get parole because he wanted to get out of the um, he wanted to clear not necessarily clear his name but have it accepted that he's changed. But now he's stuck in a situation where he can never be abomination. That's fine. And he has to wear an inhibitor forever. That's fine. And he's just going to live on a small plot of land with his seven soulmates and have a meditation. That's what tree. he wants. He could have that in any country in the world. Yeah, but... And he who, wouldn't have to wear an are, inhibitor. Who else would pay for that? Oh, but no. he wouldn't have to have an inhibitor. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I, I mean, the inhibitor thing is quite interesting because the assumption is that he's got something similar to the Hulk and that's why it works, isn't it? 
That's a very good point. Can as you well. imagine if it does the it's opposite? It's not a piece of tech that's exclusive to Bruce. Yeah. Imagine if it does the opposite and it makes him yeah. even worse of a So it sounds like they did the inhibitor at the beginning of the show because they wanted to do it for Blonsky. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all so rather contrived. The Hulk inhibitor is not a piece of technology that's exclusive to Bruce. That's actually an interesting point. I didn't think about that. The implication was it was in the, in the first episode. Can't someone just slap an inhibitor it... on Jen then? Yeah, yeah, when, exactly. Why haven't they not just done that when they were attacking her? Because apparently she's so clever that she can actually just determine for herself when she needs to be She-Hulk and not. Yeah, but if you put an inhibitor on her, she can't decide that anymore. I reckon the inhibitor will come up again and there's going to use it on her. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's just let's just move on. Because I'm pretty so, sure they're going to use it on her. That, I'm, I'm hoping if that's an established piece of tech, then someone should be smart enough to say, well, if everyone's got an inhibitor, why don't we just slap an inhibitor on She-Hulk and then we can do whatever on we want. On all the superheroes. We could kill her. You we could, could kill her well, if we Well, you could do it on all the superheroes. Yeah, I mean, Bruce bled with the inhibitor on him. Yep. That's how she yep. turned into She-Hulk, because he had yep. the inhibitor on. So if they slap an inhibitor on her, they can do whatever they want and kill her. They could, they could. She's just, yeah, she's fragile. Um, in the in the second episode, there, there was this attack on her, wasn't it? As this That's in this episode. Oh, it's so in this episode, yeah. So that yeah. happens next, actually. So basically, she, she becomes famous because she got him out and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And the news talk about him. Um, and uh, then there's this whole thing of she, her fighting and being like, well, I'm going to speak for myself in the news. And she goes on the news channel and they say, now we're going to find out what She-Hulk is doing for exercise and diet. And yeah, like, what the hell? Where did that come from? Um, <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, that was pretty funny. I mean, it, I that, don't know about being funny, but it, 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 I think it was funny because it, it, the character deserved it. <laughs> you, kind, you kind of, you know, after, after what's happened over the three episodes and the sort of arrogance... Yeah, she deserved it, but it's a bit. You know, yeah, I it's mean, it's, silly. So then, so then she does her thing. Um, so now we move to a scene where she's getting out of her car, and someone sneaks up behind her and grabs her and says, "I got her." And then she realizes that she can turn into the Hulk. Yeah. So she's being ambushed by a bunch of guys. Yeah. And he grabs her from behind, and he doesn't do anything. He just grabs her, and he's like, "I've got her. Everyone, come." And then she turns into the She-Hulk. And you would think that there would be a bit more of a coordinated effort by a bunch of people who already know that she is She-Hulk. Agreed. Agreed. And you would have thought they would have um, have something I mean, resembling a master plan yeah, so, of what to do. So, we, so, so basically, the, the, the purpose of this whole ambush is because they want to get a sample of her blood. Yeah? Correct. So you would think that... You could just sneak up on someone and just stab pinprick, them while yeah, they're a human. Yeah, pinprick them with a... Yeah, I mean, how many you know, times have we seen as this? As in, you just stab course. them while they're a human? Yeah. Rather than grabbing them while people are... the Your other friends are still not even out of their car or wherever they are. Exactly. So she gets out... I mean, your turns, walking stick trick, isn't it? Like the Russians use with their... Um, exactly, yeah. And there's a spy to you know, kill spies. And they use the walking stick. So... I mean, I mean yeah. it's it's so easy. She turns Doesn't into require, yeah. it, This is all all this is that they want us to so, show. It's so all contrived. Wants, they want to show She-Hulk, isn't it? Because we haven't had She-Hulk in the episode. So, so they turn so they turn into She-Hulk. She starts beating all these guys up. They've got some weapons that they've stolen off Asgardian construction workers. Yeah, which do nothing to her. Um, and she basically beats them. And then they try to get a sample of her blood by stabbing her with this thing, which no but it doesn't work. penetrate her skin. Yeah. It breaks. Okay. Um, 
and basically just get beaten up and they'd run back and retreat into a van and drive away. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, that's pretty much the whole episode, actually. And they say, oh, they they basically say that the, their boss is going to be mad at them. We don't know who their boss is. Um, we'll find out. So that's the whole episode. And uh, then the post credit scene is... Um, is Jen and Megan the Stallion, and Jen has oh, signed Megan the Stallion as a new client to the firm, and then they are twerking in her office together. That was I honestly when I saw that I thought, and how would, low can you go? And you know, yeah, that's literally what they're doing, and um, <laughs> it is literally how low can you go? So here's the thing: I've read some things about people saying, "Oh, her boss is mean," and all this sort of stuff, and he should. Why is he being mean to her? Her boss is mean. Yeah, her boss is like not a nice guy. He's Mister No Joke. I don't actually. I don't actually see that as being. I I I don't think anything in that script or anything in the show so far has shown a mean boss. I, if anything, yeah. he's shown he's shown her a lot of respect by saying, "Look, you actually won your case. I got you. I, I got you. I, I I got out on it on a technicality." I will say that, that actually, I thought he was mean. When he said, when he basically said, if you want to keep this job, you have to, you have to defend the guy who attacked your cousin. No, I don't so that, think so. I thought I that was coercive. That, I don't think, I don't think And that at was. that point, Bruce hadn't given his blessing and she was, she said, I've got a conflict of interest. And he said, well, then you've lost your job if you don't. Well, maybe that's the only so case they he, got. So he is portrayed to not be a nice guy. But at the same time, if I was a boss and, let, okay, he's been mean, yeah? We can say he's a mean character. That's fine. But if I was an employer and I'm walking in my office and I see one of my employees twerking with a new client in their office, part of me would say, I feel like you're not working hard. Part of me would say, how low are you going to go to win a blooming client? I mean, come on, show some blooming respect. I mean, I just feel like you're not working. It's just, you know? Of course they're not working. I mean, so it's just... I can imagine you being a boss and feeling a certain way about that if you saw that. One of the things I didn't like about that one of the things I'd, I I I do have a problem with, um, and I'm not with gonna I'm not gonna many aspects. Of this I, I will just say I'm I, that is such a small thing in the context of the episode. I don't take any of the post credit things seriously. Like the whole thing of oh Captain Virgin. Yes, oh man, I'm calling him Captain Virgin now. Yeah, Captain America yeah, that was wasn't actually a virgin. Was the first one. What was the second episode post credit scene? I can't even remember now. Oh, it was her carrying, carrying stuff. everything, yeah. And now it's like her twerking with Megan Stallion. So I don't. Well, post credit have... scenes don't mean a lot to me, but they are just still stupid. I, I um, think it would have been better if it was just Jen Waters twerking rather than actually She Hulk. There is this thing. This is this thing, and to be honest, I. But um, they want to say it's funny. Look, She Hulk's twerking. Is, oh, it's so funny. Yeah, but I, I think, I think there is this thing that. Um, we're seeing in, in, in this view of denigrating superheroes, um, and you know, it, it it seems to be happening with Disney programs. You saw it with Loki, even saw it with Falcon and Winter Soldier, if I remember correctly. And so, the really, we're trying on the one hand saying you want to respect women. And then the highlight of the show is apparently she's going to shake her bottom. I mean, it just doesn't even make you, sense. The thing is, you can't take the problem is now. And I don't believe that that implies that she's empowered. 
Well, the, the, problem, the problem is. is now is that Empowering because of the saying, stuff... I ain't going to do that. Well, the problem is now is that because of the stuff that they've made her do, we'll never truly take her seriously. Um, because she's just played out as a clown the whole time. And she, even the, the moments where she is thinking, you know, and, con- and sometimes conflicted about what does it mean to be in social media and, like, should I be Jen or should I be She-Hulk? Like, should I embrace this new thing that I've become even though I've already said to Bruce about the, I just want to be myself yeah, I don't the want very to be thing, the very things that all, Bruce all said these, in the beginning episode he got to learn true. to live yeah yeah. All, everything's, everything that Bruce said <laughs> is now dismissed, coming true which is dismissed because I'm you know perfect but now are coming true coming home to roost and they're not but no referring but he's also still the, wrong he's but they're not re- still wrong yeah but they're not referring back to the fact that he had effect he may not have been Hundred percent accurate, but he had pointed out that living this duality of um, of uh, personas is difficult. That and well, they, and you know what? It would have been sometimes people should just relax a little bit. And these, and I don't think I, I don't think these uh, writers are particularly clever, but um, I think they get a little idea and think, oh, this is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and they end up doing it without thinking of its consequences or what it means in the context of what you're I doing. I just feel like that... And that's what a lot of this episode, first, I think a lot of it is like It seems very that. disjointed. It seems like they've got some writers to just write jokes, and they've got some writers to write a story, I think they've got some writers to do something else, and then they're just slamming them together and going, like, how can we I fit think it in this like elf, a jigsaw? I think this elf is being set up to come into a future episode. I, I don't really um, know about that. I... Wong is there for a future episode. I think it's, it's, it's lazy writing. It's yeah. lazy writing. I don't know about to, the to elf, connect the, to connect dots, yeah. to create the strands, to actually in parallel stories that make sense. It's not easy. It's not easy. Simply having silly stories to have a character is easy. It's just a silly story. If you had to put in a serious story, a serious thread that gives momentum, that gives purpose, yeah, that's hard. That's harder. I I, I think that if they what I'll say is if I, they use the shapeshifting elf in a future episode, I think it'd be really stupid because the elf is portrayed to be an uncontrollable character. Like even like impersonating a judge, all this sort of stuff has no concept of morality, basically. Just constantly tricks people. So I don't think that... It, if they do, I don't feel it'll be warranted. Um, I can see them using it as some sort of plot twist where she's in a serious scenario and you think someone's someone and it turns into be the yeah, elf. Yeah. But I, so they, if they do that, I feel like they haven't done it well. Um, yeah, I agree with that. I think that the reason this episode, for me, was the worst of the three, even though I hated the first one, how they did it... Um, the reason... It is surprising how the bar the bar was low in the first one. It's surprising how they've allowed it to fall again to that level. Yeah, I, I but they had a bit I of mean, momentum. It's, it's always one. been a low bar. You know, we we always said the bar's been low for yeah, three. Yeah, but the second film was just like no, the second, the second episode, episode was, was a bit better. It was a bit better. So you would have thought they've got the momentum now to actually keep it going. But the problem is they're setting things up, and what they're trying to do, and I, this is the reason this episode has irked me more than all the episodes. Because yes, okay, you did a poor origin story and you you said to me, she's the ray of the Marvel Universe. She can do whatever she likes 
because she said she could do whatever yeah, she liked. Perfect, yeah. Okay, even if I accepted all of that and there's terrible story writing, I can I can go with it because I know that what you're trying to do is create a series where you do something every episode, okay? And I know you're not going to rehash the origin story every episode. So what I'm waiting for is for you to tell me what the format of your general episodes are going to be. So it's episode two, Jen's come back and she's found herself a job and you've got the cliffhanger and now you have episode three and episode three is what tells you how they're going to set out the format of each subsequent episode. Yeah. And the subsequent episodes from what they're, what they're portrayed in this is there's going to be a small supernatural kind of case which Jen is going to be involved in. Oh, I see what you mean. She's going yeah. to be fighting it in a courtroom and at some point you're gonna, she's going to have to be required to turn into She-Hulk to do something interesting and then by the end we will resolve the little court case and it's going to be a series of mini episodes where we're doing this and there's going to be some sort of through line through the series where a big boss turns up and she has to defeat this big boss or something happens to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is what they it seems like they're setting up. The problem is they haven't demonstrated that they have any knowledge of how courtroom works right jen is a perfect she-hulk so the idea that she suddenly makes a mistake is in itself stupid because she's already told you well, yeah yeah she exactly. does everything perfectly yeah. um so she has to we have to marry the bumbling lawyer with to turn into a bumbling she-hulk and she makes Agreed. a mistake yeah which is so, a, which is a bit silly really and and also the writings are still terrible the the writing is really poor. You know, it's um I don't know, there must be some kind of rule of thumb which says if I can tell you the story in three lines, it ain't much of a story. Yeah. I also thought the animation was a bit worse than this episode, actually. I also thought I don't know if it's because of the environment that they put her in, they put her in like a dark alley they also put it in the office. But yeah, I actually yeah. felt like the animation wasn't as good as the first two episodes. Could they, have spent, they spent money on the first two episodes because they wanted everyone to get Or maybe they spent more money trying to get the um, opening up a portal, right? That's true, yeah. They had to use some other yeah. animation in this episode. So, so and, they, and they had to spend money on Abomination in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, the acting itself... What can I say? I thought Bendik Wong was fine. Tim Roth was fine. Um, they didn't really have much. Fine. They didn't really have much to. Megan Thee Stallion was a useless actress, but she's just being herself. So I guess she's just has, that. Maybe that's what she's like. And then yeah, yeah. so I, I thought Pug was a bit rubbish. I didn't, I felt like he's he's portrayed to be a little bit clueless, but he's still an attorney at a serious law firm. Yeah, exactly. I felt like he could have a bit more to say for himself and be a bit stronger. I think think one of the worst things about aspects of what they're showing is that they're trying to portray She-Hulk as a good attorney, um, capable of being with the best. She's in a firm that apparently has many good attorneys, but we will not see them. We will not... that her, that yeah. pug should have been an excellent attorney. In fact, actually, that's what you would think. He 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 should have been able to come up with a strategy that says, "Look, I need to do this. 
Yeah. You do this, maybe even on the... Probably something more comprehensive than I'm just going to get my mate to they, testify. They could have easily... That this person's yeah, an idiot. exactly. They could have easily have just spent 90 seconds or two minutes showing some intelligence. They could have just thought... They, that's the problem. Why there's can't they no show thinking. intelligence? There's no intelligence. There's no thinking. And they could have just, wa- they could have just watched a bit of Law and Order... And said, this is how they do it in that show. Why don't we just do a bit like that? It's, it's, there are so many other shows which tackle courtrooms. Um, even comedies. You know, there are there are comedies that tackle courtrooms. And um, Am I like Franklin and Bash. I don't know if you've ever seen Franklin and Bash. That's a comedy that tackles courtrooms in a really, like, comedic way. But they still stay true to how a case is run in a courtroom. And they could have just watched a little bit of that. I know, I know. And seen exactly they, how it's done. They've probably seen it. They've seen all this stuff. They just don't. They just think they're better. Yeah, am I right? And please help me here, because I think the problem with this episode, as with the other episodes, are that ultimately they are quite boring and they're not particularly memorable. So I need to ask you to actually. I need <laughs> if to, you I, watch the the full run through, the full commentary that I did of uh, the episode three, I was literally falling asleep. In I that. know, I did, I did, and it's it's. it's I was easy. I was literally falling asleep, it's, and, it's, and you know it's been more exciting just reading through the script today than it has been watching the episode. Well, that and that's mainly because we get to bash the script while we're going through yeah, it because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, exactly, but but the episode itself is not an entertaining episode. But the thing I was going to. Um, allude to was um, they came up with this idea in the in to save Dennis. They came up with it in the bar, wasn't it? Basically, the guy's so stupid. Yeah, the guy's so stupid. It, it was yeah. in the bar, wasn't it? That yeah. that was when the light bulb oh, no, no, moment. No, no, happened. he said it before. He said it before in the courtroom. No, he but, said that basically he needs to prove no, that. No, no, but Dennis the, is an idiot. Yeah, but the actual getting Jennifer Waters involved, the light bulb moment happened in yeah, the Yeah, I mean, that should have happened before when he knew that they worked together. You before. want to know something? It's with a lot of these things that this whole idea of you have a light bulb moment, sometimes you don't need to do that. Show some intelligence and it just comes to the and you come to the answer. Throughout this, throughout this sort of thing, you get this impression that there's only one person who's capable of thinking, or oh, sorry, two people, and that's Jen Waters and her friend. Um, but her friend's thinking to me is stupid. Yeah, but in I... order to make her look good, they've got a. They they actually effectively are saying, well, it worked. You know, I so, just think, I mean, so think much... I'm going to look on Google. I'm going to yeah. look on Instagram. There's so that, much that, disservice to the background be... of characters. Yeah, in this episode. it's terrible. That, it's in terrible. fact, that's that's another thing to just point out the the level of disservice to the background of characters. You've got Dennis, who's you know, yes, you told me he's an idiot every single episode, but you've also told me that he's an established attorney. He works at the DA's office and has held down a job for many years. And you're saying that he's so stupid that he would genuinely believe that he dated a famous celebrity. And given one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars without question. Yeah. Um. Then you've got Wong, who's Sorcerer Supreme, who is being lured into law firms by people googling his name, being able to contact him straight through the Google, not not lured into a um a lawyer's office, being catfished. Yeah, implying that he is so dumb. He is so dumb that he has no knowledge 
of or any any sort of foresight as what may happen if he tries to do. But even if it's a genuine picture of herself with the books and all that sort of stuff, it's the idea that he's thirst trapped by a picture, yeah, and will just almost instantly turn up because some woman has sent him a picture of her carrying books in a sexy way, and this is how you get in touch with Wong in on in this universe. You just Sorcerer Supreme just comes to you if you just do something like that. Um, you know, it's some. It's just beggars belief the kind of decisions that they're making. Um, let's how, just how little they think. Yeah, of these let let's uh, let's round off because yeah. we've talked about everything. So, uh, how do you rate this episode? What are we rating on today? What what's the scale? Um, before we talked about uh, food, then it was cars. Now I think we can rate this. On, I was about to say football teams, but it'd be it's such a disservice to football teams that we can't do that. I feel so, like our two listeners who are not in the UK will not understand if we do football teams. Should we do it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Let's I, do it anyway. I, I think that we could rate this rather than as football teams. Um, how do you rate this in terms? Should we do it on a scale of honest? superheroes? No, let's not let's do a disservice to. Oh my god, that would be terrible. <laughs> then let's do it on football teams. Let's do football teams. So, so, so Premier League football teams. Uh, right? So, no, no, not Premier League. Yeah, yeah Premier League. Premier let's League. Let's, uh, football football teams around the world. Would this be a Liverpool or a Man City, or is this? You have to the, give a justification why then. Or yeah, or is this a episode that would warrant saying well actually they're not Premier League but they might be in the Championship or they might be a good team that you would still support and travel for or is this the team that your kids play when they win 10-0 mm. yeah and this episode I it was poor again the bar is going down you know, I genuinely thought the first episode was awful. Even you know, even on reflection, even seeing it parts of it again, I was not impressed. This episode left me feeling this back to that. So this is the football team that your kids playing with a blooming tennis ball can thrash. Because it's lazy writing. So who's that football team? That could be any crap team. You gotta name one. I've got a name a crap team. Of course you have, this is scale. That plays the kids. Now I'm talking about it's not even <laughs> they're not even in a league. They're so poor. This is like going you know, <laughs> Blue Square Premier. No, not even worse than that. Those guys get paid. Those guys are part time. No, those guys are better. I mean this is going back to the you know, you wanna play a game of football and Jumpers for golfers. Jumpers for yeah. Get a few people All in right, the park I'll, together. I'll, I'll and, pick and... a team. I'll pick a team because you're scared to pick a team. So I'll pick Manchester United. Man United. I know lots of people around the world will say I think it's really will unfair. Say that's you're almost being really kind to Seahawk by saying Manchester United. Y- but the reason are. I'm saying Manchester United, the reason I'm well, saying Manchester United, be really upset. I mean, yeah, I mean, because they know that I'm dissing them. Yeah. But the reason that I'm going to say Manchester United is because at this very moment. They represent what She-Hulk represents, which is a huge organisation which has lots of money, but is not making any moves. Yeah. They're completely underperforming with what the resources that they have are. 
Yeah, but that's always going to be the case with She-Hulk. It looks no, like. because you. This is a this is but a this company. Is, yeah, but this, this is, is a company that made Avengers: Infinity War. This is a company that made the as Avengers a celebrated movie. movie. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, no. The, the, the comp- this, this is a company that wrote twenty something films, right? Was it Which but, all led to one oh, final the, film? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, satisfied yeah. basically the, the are globe. All there. Yeah, the people are all there. Nothing's changed. The fact that it's changed ownership doesn't actually change anything. Kevin Feige main... is still involved. Yeah, all Kevin the... Feige has literally put his name on this series. Yeah, and and as have all the other people. So the rule there is not. I don't, I don't think it's fair to say that this is a new team. This is the same team. This it's the same, the same ownership, people. as far as I'm concerned. No, no, it's not. I mean, obviously the ownership has changed, but the um, it is effectively the same team. It, it's just poor. I don't know what's going on. I, I honestly sometimes do not understand how Disney have totally. Messed up. up. Look at the other series that are out there. You know, I mean, it's just Cobra Kai is coming out, and it's going to it's going to be a million Cobra times. Cobra Kai is going to be way It's going to be a million times better than we this. We should do a Cobra Kai and that's, and that, yeah, and that's on a budget of nothing. Is it, it was a YouTube and they got a big budget channel. now? But yeah, but it started off as a YouTube, and the first the first series is good. Who would have thought that people would like Cobra Kai when yeah. it first came out? Yeah, but and, it, and yeah, Will but, Smith YouTube, basically, yeah, it yeah, it's a, a, it's a, it's it just a YouTube series. Yeah, it's great. And now it's a Netflix series, and I think that this is a lesson that you know is not being understood by um, Disney. I actually look and, at... and actually just you know what just now that you brought up Cobra Kai, one thing that Cobra Kai does really well, which you know this series has not done well, is. They don't just put big names in for the sake of putting big names in. Every time they bring someone in, that person's from the initial mythology of this story. There's some link. There's some purpose. Yeah. They bring in people who are in the films. It's going gonna, gonna to be interesting to see what they do with the latest series. But yeah, you're right. And the, the previous the previous series have been fine. You know, I still think Reacher has generated some seriously put the bar very high. Mm. Uh, I think that some of the series of Bosch have put things serious, really seriously high because they've taken material that is out there. They're going to be labelled ha- an Amazon fan now. Yeah, I know, but the but the reality is, if you actually think about it, we're talking about with Hulk, She Hulk, we're talking about a series based on existing material. I can't wait for yeah. all the comments. And They're paid by Bezos. Yeah, quite, <laughs> I wish yeah. they were paid by well, Bezos. Yeah. So, but, but I, I, I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just highlighting the fact that. You know, Reacher was based on series with existing material and they kept faith to that material. The Bosch series, they kept faith to the material and it was fantastic. Lincoln Lawyer, very similar trait. Having faith in the material, I think, works. Disney have the material. They've got so much material. And they don't seem to have any faith in it. it. But having said that, I'm only saying they're abandoning it because your what you told me about the origin story was so different. Maybe there are other things there that are similar to this. Well, maybe they've got multiple origin I stories. I haven't. I haven't read this one, but I haven't read. But the original origin story is the one that she I told comics. you. So, yeah, I mean, Manchester United. What more can I say? Um, fine, uh, we're going to wrap it up there. I think. Please, because this is actually... <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up. I can't... I, I so, don't... This is going to go on too long. We, we can find so many things to say. Yeah. Just on what's happened over the last three episodes. And that is really unfortunate. Can't wait for the fourth one. <laughs> 
Can't wait. So let's wrap it up there. So thank you to anyone who's still listening. Um, as always, like, comment, and subscribe, and we'll see you in the next one. Yeah. Bye. Bye.